By George, I think I've got it. Hydrosexual sinking. I saw that Bigfoot walking across the screen and I thought to myself, wow, they are real. I ask us all, is that really reasonable? My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we uh, we may not be alone. I'll show you a little of the evidence. thinking. Researchers at Stanford University School of Medicine have pioneered a cancer vaccine that eliminated all traces of cancer in mice. You could find evidence of that, my friends. You could change the world. Hypothetical thinking. A podcast for the hypothetical thinker. Greetings, travelers, and welcome to another episode of Hybrothetical Thinking, a semi-informative podcast that explores the journey from probability to possibility. My name is Nick Floyd, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Taylor, Johnny. And the way this works, uh, for those who didn't listen to last week's episode, is that Taylor or myself will do the research for our weekly episodes, and then Johnny will go into every episode completely blind, which means he has no idea what we are or will cover each week. But he knows nothing. He knows zero things. I don't know anything about anything. Uh, believe it or not. So, but before <laughs> we jump into this, um, Taylor is actually going to be hosting the episode today, which I'm very excited about. Um, whoop whoop. Before we jump into this, though, there's one piece of news that was just too good to not share. Now, granted, this actually was only posted on uh, Fox News's page, so. It's already discredited slightly, but it's just too good of a story what a blow. to ignore. So the headline of the story is Creepy Military Voicemail Warning of Impending Doomsday Sends Internet into Meltdown. <laughs> oh, I've, uh, I've read a little bit about this. I've Nick. heard nothing. Surprisingly, yes, I've heard nothing about this. Heard, this was a, yeah, this was a voicemail, and the guy kind of, he posted it all on, like, uh, on, on Twitter, right? Yeah, so he put it, so apparently... Random Twitter users, Twitter users, completely random Twitter users' phones have been sent uh, this message, this Morse code, essentially, hmm. that uh, when translated said, danger, SOS, it is dire for you to evacuate. Be cautious. They are not human. SOS, oh, danger, SOS. I have heard this. And people are saying that it's like an alien invasion. Some people are yeah. saying it's related to Mal- the Malaysian flight 300, yeah. 370. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. That's what yeah. I mean. Did it not also contain coordinates? It did that, contain. Yep, I that, guess we're somewhat like a relative position to where, where that plane went crashed. Down. Yeah. Yes. So it did contain the coordinates. And then they uh, one, of the, one of the users who tweeted about it got a, a, mes- a message in Indonesia that said, end the post you just shared about the recording in your phone. Hmm. Like oh, whoa, I didn't hear about any of the like cover-up almost? Yeah. Creepy. Which is crazy. And then it, it even went as far as another Morse code sequence, a numerical sequence that said, they are taking over. The message received is well related to the Stephen Hawking's death. You are not ready to face whoa. them. Whoa. It's related to that death, they're saying? Yeah, they're saying that it's related to Ugh. Stephen Hawking. And apparently Stephen Hawking said How? that uh, before he passed away, which I couldn't find any of this on the internet, but before he passed away, he said... We are going to make contact this year with Whoa. aliens, which is crazy. So they killed him, and then that's what you're saying is that they essentially killed him because he said that. Listen, like, I'm not saying I'm not saying much of what I'm not. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln him, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> is that too soon? Sorry. Anyway, I don't know. Or he uh, or he pulled the plug because it's like, oh. oh man, he sees something coming. He's right. like, I don't want to be part of this, man. Oof. 
It's crazy. That and it, would be a worst case scenario. It would be, be. and and the numerical sequences as well also allude to April eighteenth as a day of reckoning, rapture, or the day when they were going to quote unquote take over. It's two days of four four twenty. Yeah, April eighteenth. That's a weird. It's day. crazy. But the last thing mm. that that happened was that another Twitter base peer received another automated voicemail. Except his recording features a lengthy message about aliens before the voice launches into the NATO phonetic alphabet. The voicemail says, this is not a test, this is not a joke. Over the past several years, we have been wanting to send an automated voice message to people who understand and are not afraid. One message at a time will make many know the truth. The truth that other biological beings have been walking the supreme creation that sustains life. Oh my god. Earth. Earth. And it just keeps going on and on and on. But some people are saying that it's like a... Uh, alternate reality complex puzzle similar to Cicada 3301, which was uh, a group of hackers that did some crazy shit a long time ago. Um, and then the last little piece, Lunar Rabbits pinned a tweet dated March 17th, March 17th, which suggests that it could be an AR game. Uh, and the tweet said, this event is nowhere related to catastrophic events. 18th of April is definitely safe. All other accounts are impersonating. Reason to hold this event is to help people solve an upcoming global cicada event. Reason to hold this event is to aware people with knowledge. Mm. Yeah, take huh. it for what it is. But ah, crazy. Much less cool. Yeah, I wish it was some crazy message from aliens. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, but, you know. <laughs> I'm ready. Take then me again, now. my uh, LG Stylo 2 may not be ready <laughs> to receive that message. <laughs> but like, uh, like, I'm pretty, I, I got really nervous and kind of kind of scared from it when I read it, but because the one Twitter user, Ty, who this all originated from, essentially, was tweeting, there's a man outside my house. He he was taking pictures of outside my house. Uh, the, the Seems late- kind of nutty. Yeah. Sounds like a real set appraiser. It seems. I also noticed that in those same like Twitter threads, like the the main dude who's deciphering all this stuff, it's all like pretty much one dude who was coming up with these awesome ideas in the thread that I read. Right. So like, geez, what a creative dude who possibly has something to do with it. I don't know. I think the biggest thing is that the, the most fascinating part of it all is the connection to the Malaysian flight 370, which we're going to have an episode about because it needs to be discussed. And I think yeah. They're saying that the 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 MH370 flight vanished um, due to it making contact with something that wasn't human. We'll right. leave it at that. I don't know how true that is. It we won't have a whole episode about this right this second. But this news was just interesting <laughs> enough that excuse me. In our future, we're going to have an episode Tune solely based about the Malaysian flight uh, that disappeared, which is still to me the craziest story. Of the last decade. That was like five, six years ago? I'm into that. Yeah, it I'm was insane. Um, yeah, it's it's bonkers. But anyway, I wanted to share that with you guys. I wanted to share that with the listeners because I, I found it insane and I've been waiting to talk to you about it. Um, but yeah, without further ado, I think now that the news is out, I don't want to spend too much time in it because I'm very excited about what we're talking yeah, about I today. I have no idea. Taylor, I'm going to pass the torch over to you. Let's get this <laughs> shit rolling because I am amped, fired, ready to roll, ready to party. Wee. My dick's out. <laughs> <laughs> dick's out, ready to work, Throw <laughs> that in there. My dick's out. <laughs> ready to work. Confabulation. Baby. It's not actually out. A disturbance of memory defined as the production of fabricated, distorted, or misinterpreted memories about oneself or the world without the conscious intention to deceive. Now, 
Johnny, you've heard of the Mandela effect, correct? I've heard of it. I don't. You have to explain me the definition so I really can get a grasp on it. But I've heard of it. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell us what you've heard about I, Mandela effect I, so I, far. I don't. I honestly, just by like naming the effect, I. If you, I'll give you an example. If you were to tell me the description of it and give me five different like <laughs> butterfly effect, Mandela effect, I probably could label it out. But you're putting me in the spot here. Right. I'm gonna sound like a dumbass, but I don't know off the top of my head. Give me, give me a rough description. Okay. <laughs> rough wait, description. Wait, Johnny goes <laughs> the butterfly effect in that movie with Asher Kutcher. Asher Asher Kutcher in the, in the, in the bathtub the, and the mailbox blows up. Yeah, and the yeah. kids in the basement. It's an Asher Kutcher movie. No, the well, I, okay. The what Kutch, I'm saying man. is that I don't know off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I don't. Also, viewers, I want you to know all I have in front. They're of not me is, watching us, Johnny. Okay, listeners. It's a podcast. Everyone's watching. All I, I'm <laughs> listeners. All I can tell you is I have a piece of paper in front of me. It's all I have. So I don't have any ability to look it up online. I'm only relying on these two doofs to give me information. So Taylor, enlighten me. What is the Mandela effect? I Confabulation. Hear the, a disturbance I hear, of memory <laughs> identified as the production of fabricated oh, stories or misinterpreted memories about oneself or the world oh my God. without the conscious intention to deceive. It was that. It now, was basically that. Now I just feel like a dumbass. Uh, so I, you actually gave me the description and afterwards asked me what it was. And I said, if you could give me the description, I could probably tell you what it was. And you gave me the description. Well, I'm, I'm flustered and a little red and embarrassed. So move on. So, so, so Johnny, the Mandela effect that we're talking about yeah. is the common misremembrance of very common items in our everyday life. So you forget about or something? events that may may or may not have happened in our past. So what you're saying is that the Mandela effect is when you forget about something. It's like Alzheimer's. You forget it's about kind of like Alzheimer's, like yeah, and you, you fabricate these memories. But well, what's you, weird about the Mandela effect is these fabricated memories. Other people have these same exact fabricated memories. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So it's to, the like down to the minute details. Wait, so it's the opposite of, of, of Alzheimer's. So I, you're saying I would remember something super vividly and other people would but it never happened never happened oh well that's the opposite of all timers that's like I'm sorry that's the opposite yeah it's called the Mandela effect Johnny <laughs> yeah, okay, I, yeah I blindly acted if like I, I knew had, what Alzheimer's is if I had the description yes, but... oh you don't sorry well that's just not I, I, <laughs> if I had the description for me I probably could tell you what the Mandela effect was but I can't because I don't have it it sounds like you're saying Manila effect isn't it the van- vanilla the, the vanilla effect. that's that tom cruise picture <laughs> <Vanilla>. <laughs> is this a uh, Millie vanilla okay so okay <laughs> i understand <laughs> so johnny here's some common <laughs> some common mandela effects that you may or may not be familiar with okay luke i am your father from the movie star wars Wait. You're pretty familiar with that line. I yes, I, I'm a dumbass, but I'm not a dumb. You've heard dumbass. it a million times, correct? Yeah, I've I've said it. A couple What's that? Times. I've said it a couple times. You said it probably a thousand times, and you're 100 <laughs> percent positive it's Luke. I am your father. Luke, I am your father. It, it, I am your father. Wait, Luke, correct? Luke, I am Luke, your father. Luke, I am your father. Just like father. that, like you can picture Chris Farley in the movie Tommy Boy <laughs> saying that into the fan, saying, "Luke, I am your father." Is, I'm, countless, I remember, countless I'm remembering shows back to have repeated it. Tom Hamill, Mark Hamill. Sorry, um, I'm sorry. I, Tom Cruise is in my head. Give me a break, Nick. All you're right, welcome. So, so you're welcome. So here's <laughs> Luke. Just I answer am your the father. Question. Yes, that's it. That's okay. what it is. That's it. One hundred percent. Yeah, but, but it's but not. That is not saying. the line. That is a common Mandela effect. The line is actually no. I am your father. Ah, oh, you're right. And you're right. Yeah. And you're right. And but literally right. everyone would remember, Luke, I am your father. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Is that because people had just well, like input that? And so therefore, yeah, it's just it's so infused in pop culture. You know, it's been repeated so many times. I don't know I if I would consider that something that like okay. So in my in my opinion, and, and this is before going anything further, I wouldn't put that as far as for like a, a like this Mandela effect that I I don't have the description again, but I wouldn't consider it that already just because like I've heard other people say it right, and I, whoever created it saying Luke instead of no did that and then we all just, it's like a trend i don't know if it's necessarily a a memory i would say like i would consider a memory of this mandela effect like oh i obviously met this guy i've seen him a thousand times and i know him but i haven't this is like a phrase you know i don't know if i consider it the same thing well, that's where it gets but, interesting i think ta- like e- the more taylor digs into it i think you're gonna see that yeah sure i think we're start starting with a line right. it's sort of like a peer group thing where because everyone else has said it it's probably like one yeah. fucking guy Common line yeah. that Everybody knows that line, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. So what about, here's another line for you. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? So you know that from, was that Snow White? Yeah. Interpreted by You've Lord heard Fart that a Cloud thousand times. Shrek. You've heard it repeated in many, many times. Many moves. Is it not Shrek. repeated in uh, Shrek, I believe? I just, I just said that. It yeah. is. Yeah, by Lord Farquaad, oh, whose <laughs> name is Lord Farquaad because the creators said, oh, it's close to Lord Fuckwad. I'm going to say that right now. Is Fuckwad. that a true thing? Yeah, I think so. I, I, at, least, at least the Mandela effect, I believe that because somebody told me that. That's not how the Mandela effect works. Okay, I don't... Listen, we got. <laughs> we're like 14 minutes in. We got a long journey to go. All right, let's dig some deeper. All right, all right. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? Yeah. Is that the phrase as you know it? I said it. That's up in my memory. Yeah. yeah. So the phrase is actually magic mirror on the wall. Mm. Easy common one to, to confuse. Uh, but you've heard word. it a thousand times. Mirror, M-M, mirror on the wall. You could same. ask 10 people on the street, eight of them would say mirror, mirror on the wall. That's a that's an assumption. And the other two are liars. Okay, oh, give me the some other more. two are liars. Yeah, the other two have watched Mandela Effect videos. They've watched Shrek. Right. All right, give me some more. <laughs> uh, another one. How about another Star Wars one? Okay. Uh, the fact that C three PO has always had one silver leg. See, no, he I, hasn't. That's a common. Uh, yeah. He's exactly. Yeah. S- I mean, uh, there weren't both gold. He's always had one silver leg for sure. Yeah, he always has. Well, that was but more. Of a, like, not a lot of people remember that. That was more of a Mandela Most effect. Most people have always known him as a completely gold character. Yeah, that was a Mandela effect, though, I think before The Force Awakens because they really focused on that yeah. because it was when— Yeah, they it, really kind of hammer it home. Yeah, well, when they put the Blu-rays out. So it was always silver, but the thing is, like, film was so grainy back in the 70s when Star Wars came out that— Back in my day. It, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't really see the color. And then when they released them on Blu-ray— that's when people were like, "Holy shit, he has a silver leg!" Like he wasn't that's even a crazy. robot this whole time. He was a real human. This film tricked me into thinking he was a robot. Yeah, and then they <laughs> and then Force Awakens, like they really focused on like when they it was very prominently silver, like it was very silver. And yeah. so, wow, that is a Mandela effect that. now. Like you know, two three years ago before Force Awakens came out, it was still crazy for people, but now they focus yeah, it was on like, it more. What? If you, you know, would have told me that several years ago or whatever, I'd be like, hey, you're an idiot. No way he's got a silver leg. He's gold. You're not Everybody just wrong. knows that. You're stupid. If I may. <laughs> yeah, well- yeah, you're an idiot. And get out of my face for it. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my face. If I may, I, I, this is a little tidbit. They do say, I don't know who they are, but they say that the memories you remember the clearest are often altered by your mind. 
like what memories you have from your childhood that are so vivid you've changed. Ah. So like so I, I think Very this good point. easily play a role. Not a fact. Don't give me that look, Nick. That, that, I, that I've heard this and I believe it too because I've told some stories from my childhood or whatever, some, some deep, dark stories. Anyways, and they've been different. <laughs> Somebody else who's, who was there experiencing it, it has a different experience or has like a picture from it or like a video from like a fan video and it's like the, nothing that I imagined but right. your brain makes it reality. It makes it truth even though it's, it's not. Right. You know? It's almost like the act of remembering it over and over, exactly. like each time you remember it, exactly. you contort it a little bit. Maybe you add something. Maybe you take something away. Yeah. And over time, it's contorted a pretty good bit. And it's kind of like a fabrication of, you know, combination of like what you game. wanted it to be or did not want it to be and what it really was. You know? So the, hypo- the hypotheticals of this is, are going to be really fascinating. And I can't ra- wait to jump into that part of the podcast. But Tune in. before that, I, like, I want to know what we know. So, like, Taylor, I want to know what exists about the Mandela effect that helps break it down because my mind's going crazy. Like, and I, and I you know, I know I knew we were going to cover this topic, but I purposely didn't do any research because I want to learn about this and I want to understand, you know, how it all started. Well, there are several, several ways you can look at it. You can look at it really rationally and you can say it's the, Oh, a logos thing. People change their logos. People change their names. It's a brand thing. It has to happen. Businesses may have one name while their brand has another. Maybe the difference is only in spelling. Um, but where it all started, apparently at some point in 2009, in a green room in a convention center, I believe in California, hmm. Fiona Broom coined the phrase, the Mandela Effect. And basically, she was having a conversation in this green room uh, with a couple of congoers, and they were talking about former South African president Nelson Mandela. Hmm. If you don't know anything about Nelson Mandela, he was arrested in 62, sentenced to life in prison for his conspiracy to overthrow South uh, African government. Okay. In 1990, he was released by the president of South Africa due to civil unrest and popular demand, hmm. and then the president agreed to organize a democratic election. He then okay. won that election, was the first black head of state, and he served with the president from 1994 until 1999. When he then retired, in 2011, he was hospitalized with respiratory illnesses, and then he died in 2013. The popular belief and memory that was alive in this room when Fiona Broom was having this conversation is that he actually died in the late 80s. And there was a high percentage of people in the room who had that same memory, and they would swear, no way, he died in the late 80s. Thus creating the Mandela effect. But he died in 2013, supposedly. Yeah, he actually died in 2013. This is a weird one, too, because I have like a vague, (laughs) a vague like Mandela effect with this effect from Nelson Mandela. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, inception. So, yeah, oddly enough. The existence of this Mandela effect and the way it has affected me makes me view the Mandela effect in a really logical way. That it's, like I said a second ago, like building upon remembering something. Like I remembered a false fact about something and I built on that the next time I thought about it. I've done it so Next time I thought about it again, I built on it with more false facts and it became something that I was just completely wrong about. Fake news. So 2009. It's fake news. 
2009 is when the Mandela effect. Well, she coined it. So, she coins it in 2009 before he even died. Yeah, exactly. So before, I mean, obviously, like, Fiona Broom had this sort of idea. So there was a study of what to call this because when you're trying to explain it to people, you're like, oh, what's this thing that, like, you know, you kind of remember something that didn't <laughs> exist. And then, okay, let's just put a name right. on it, shall we? Let's just call, uh, what do we, um, uh, well, we can't call it the um, the uh, Shazam effect. Let's call it the Mandela effect. Shazam. I <laughs> Very close. Shazam. Well, I, I, I We'll I get guess. to Shazam. Shazam is probably the number one Mandela effect in my mind. Well, it's the whoa. really the only one what? that I cannot wrap that? my fucking head around. We just segued to that so easily. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I don't know if we're ready to jump into it, but I'm just saying. Well, so uh, like uh, it, clearly she studied it. Well, like it, it was a study. Right, that so they're actually having an active conversation. It must have been just a random conversation just about like, Nelson Mandela. Didn't you? Oddly th- enough, isn't he dead? No, he's not dead. Whoa! But you blinked. That I think that's what happened. Like, she like was collectively, talking, it was like, were like exactly. Everyone yeah. Remember that guy who died? And someone around he's is like, "What? Dead. No, yeah, he's definitely dead." And then they probably double check with somebody else. Yeah, no, exactly. yeah, he's dead. Blah 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 blah. Uh, or, or, so no, here, no, no. let me explain how it works in my mind and how I use it to rationalize the Mandela effect overall. So, in the late eighties, nineteen eighty-eight, eighty-nine, nineteen ninety. That was around the time that there was a lot of civil unrest in South Africa, a lot of political stuff going on, free Nelson Mandela, free Nelson Mandela. So it's like an actual thing in America. It's a big, it's a big campaign, free Nelson Mandela, freedom, democracy. So as a young child, I was born in 1985. As a young child, I'm four, five years old. You're seeing this thing. My, name, my last name just happens to be Nelson. Hmm. So I hear this guy, Nelson Mandela... He's famous. What? I'm probably related to this guy, right? Killer, you started this whole chain. So I take note, right? I take note. (laughs) I just know that Nelson Mandela is a thing that exists and that there was a big commotion right around 88, 89, 90. So he probably died or else what's the big deal, right? So in my mind, that was already a fabricated little memory. Fast forward to, let's say, 1998, 1999. I'm 7th, 8th grade, probably taking social studies classes. He is now the president of South Africa, and he's retiring. So in a social studies class, we would probably talk about that. His name probably came up at some point in 97, 98, 99 in my class. And I remember him. Oh, shit. I thought he was dead. I thought he died when I was a little kid. That's so Not that I wasn't still a little kid, but... So another compounded false memory. And you were part of it. And then fast forward to 2017 when you start hearing this, you know, Mandela effect stuff. I'm like, uh, yeah, I totally believe because that same shit happened to me. It's crazy. It's crazy because it's almost, it's almost like mixed logic where like the logic was there that Nelson Mandela actually passed away during all the civil unrest that was happening back in the 80s. So it makes sense that he would have passed away in the midst of all that because it was a tough time. It was a harsh time. And it just, it, it yeah, and as a little kid, like the sense. only things that matter really are like death and like cool holidays. So like right. some big, you know, somebody making a big deal out of something. It's like, well, That's yeah, so of course he probably died. Right. But what you know, think, so what you just, you just form that memory in your head. Like big thing happened. I equated that to death. So yeah, yeah he died. 
Well, the crazy thing I think is like is there's a part of me that's like okay, well it's logic. Like logic makes sense. So it's like okay, it's a logical connection to this person. Mm-hmm. But then you think about the other Mandela effects that exist, and it's not logic; it's memory. And that's yeah, where it's exactly yeah. It's so interesting because it's like I mean, there's a couple, and and we'll I know we'll get into it later, but like Taylor, there's a specific Mandela effect that isn't actually cited online, but it's something that you and I discuss and that we polled a few people on that that involves a movie uh, called Congo that we'll I, we'll talk about later. Oh. But oh my like, goodness, we've created what? that Mandela effect, and 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 I think with the logic side of things, it's just based on memory. And I think so many things in the world exist that are similar to others that it's it's almost like your brain putting one memory with another memory molding those memories together and that's what creates a mandela effect because you remember one thing one way but you're actually stuck in the middle trying to remember both things validate both of them and they just become one thing right makes sense so yeah, you get to the point where it's like well either one could be right it's uh, they both look correct to me or they both look wrong to me exactly but it's just it's like I said, diving deeper into this, I mean, we're only a half an hour in now, but like diving deeper mm-hmm. into this, See it's it's going to get even crazier, even past the point, like the Nelson Mandela situation of him, of him passing away in the eighties. It's a logical connection where like when it existed, it was, there was logic there. So it goes, okay, this just makes sense. But there are other Nelson or there are other Mandela effects that just don't make sense. And it's there. It's not logic. Hmm. It's not the two memories molding together. It's there's something that just doesn't make any damn sense. And we'll, we'll get more into it. I need an example of that. Here's one that blows my fucking mind, Johnny. I don't know if it's going to blow your mind the way it blows. I want it to so (laughs) bad. I don't know if it's going to blow your mind like it does mine, but here's just another simple one for you to chew on for a second. I'll chew on it. So, the Queen song, We Are the Champions, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We are the, are the champions. champions. Now, do, you've sung that song a quadrillion times, am I right? Yeah. Every time I score a goal, I say that because I'm the best. Yeah, every time you came out victorious, you came out on top, <laughs> you sang that song. It's been a couple and times. What, how does that song end? Do you remember how the song uh, ends? Uh, of the, the world. world. Yeah, we yeah, with, uh, are the champions. Of the world. He's of, of the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it ends yeah. with that. Mer- That's how it Mercury ends. Mercury just like whispering it to the world. Like, like a little like, of the world. Yeah. yeah. Super then, badass is there a, Isn't there a guitar And you've practiced it? it a thousand times. Yeah. In the mirror. I've looked at myself. But Johnny, that shit never existed. You're it's not wrong, real. Johnny. It's fabricated. It's no, no, I won't believe you on you that You made one. that shit up. No way. Not only did you make that shit up, but you agreed every time somebody else told you that shit was true. I've heard him say that. You're wrong, Queen. Fuck I feel you, like Johnny. I had oh, wait, too, Johnny. Wait, wait, I is felt that like I had? Wait, too. wait, wait, wait. Is that mid song then? No, he never says it ever. I, it does happen mid song. It, it does happens. happen so, mid song. But that's not the end of the it's song. Of the, the world will keep on fighting. I believe that happens. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't double check. But, but, but wait, but wait. <laughs> you, I, can we like pull up? A, 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 I'm pulling up. Pull all right, up. all right. Yeah. I'm about to get my mind fucked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jamie, fuck. Jamie, pull that up. Because we are the champions. Joe Rogan. <laughs> and then it goes again. We are the champions, my friends, and they'll keep a fight until the end. We are the champion. No time for losers because we are the champions. And that's the last lyric. Oh, oh you're god. right. Oh my gosh, I can hear oh it. Oh my god. It happens that's twice yeah. in the song. Yeah, two yeah, times. Yeah. Uh, that's why is that 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 point, the crescendo, I'm sounding like, like my old band professor. 
Um, it crescendos all the way up here. Then he goes, oh, the world, the champions. And he goes into the next verse or whatever it is. And this ends on champions. I still don't it hear sense. it in my head. I just hear it now. I don't. And it makes sense. Freddie Mercury, listen, if you were here right now, we you and I would have a conversation together. I need you right <laughs> yeah. now, Freddie. We I, got something to talk about. <laughs> Me, you, Square up. and we are the champions. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So. And when we're talking about just remembering shit, it's probably a good time to pull up the, that logo test I passed to you. Okay, and, uh, we got to uh, Just discuss explain. the results of this logo test. Can you now, explain? For the listeners at home, I provided Johnny with a massive sample size of different brand logos, and each one has two different versions. And Johnny has to decide which version of the logo is the correct official logo and not one that has been tampered with with this this Mandela effect. Oh boy. And so, so Johnny. The, yeah. Go ahead, Johnny. Well, so and, and just to, just to, you know, clarify and reiterate, the the point of you doing this is to see if my brain or the Mandela effect has affected me or I've seen these logos as false or I've seen these in a different way or altered and my brain has just made them a reality. Um, yeah, and- for me, it's like how easily it is to accept any one of these logos as the correct logo, and like why? Like you may look at one and be like, like the the marketing you know genius in you might say, oh yeah, two O's and oh, Fruit Loops, uh, obviously. What the fuck? You know, somebody <laughs> else might look at it as wait, a marketing that, genius wait, and say, was that not why? With the two O's, not real, loops, you idiot. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I mean? <laughs> are, you, are you telling me the two O's were real? Oh. Well, maybe we should go through these answers. Oh my and see. god, I'm about to lose right. my balls. So let's so, so <laughs> All Taylor, right, Johnny. I'm yeah, lose my set, ass it up, in this. set each logo up. And while you're doing this with Johnny, I'm going to pull up a couple there there's like two or three Mandela effects that I'm I want to talk about after that like mess me up. Like this I lost actually, sleep over it. This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> so, all right. This. Logo number 1, we have the famous Kit Kat bar. Now, Johnny, in column A, we have Kit Kat, spelled K-I-T-K-A-T, dash is absent. No dash. Hyphen. Then in column work. B, we have Kit Kat, separated by a dash. Which one do you Hyphen. think is the correct logo? I said B. You said B on that. Uh, you'd be wrong. What? There is no dash <laughs> in the Kit Kat logo. No way. That's what I said, man. This is a shit nightmares are made We're going to compare <laughs> scores. Dude, my brain. We're going to compare scores because. Uh, <laughs> I need to take my hat off one second. I'm freaking out. <laughs> right? So wait, I if, mean, you feel like you've seen Kit Kat I, with a dash. I like, ate one like yesterday. seems natural, right? I had a Kit Kat. I, right? had a, I had a dark chocolate Kit Kat today, and I knew this episode was coming, and I still put B. Dude, oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, my exactly. Head. Oh, my head. Okay. It just, just I don't know. It in. looks better. Maybe Kit Kat should take that into consideration. Uh, it does look score. better. Give the people what they, they want. <laughs> I think technically, I think a few weeks ago at one of the cons, we actually looked up the purpose of dashes and hyphens. Hyphen. And I believe uh, I could confirm that this is a situation that you would use a dash. It absolutely so is. So they're all about probably wrong in this situation. It's all about style. I stand by that. Yeah, it's, it's got flash. It's got pizzazz. Come on, Kit Kat. All right, this all right, Kit Kat. So moving on to the second Kit, one here. The Kit Kat's one, it We're pissed me off. We're all familiar with this bad boy. Ugh, Chick-fil-A. I, 
Well, see, I know this one. So, well, I don't. See, yeah, on the left, I, we've got Chick-fil-A spelled C-H-I-C, no K. And in column B, we have C-H-I-C-K. Now, I will say, I, I've only eaten Chick-fil-A like 10 times in my life. Where we I'm had from. it two days ago. We did, but I didn't jo- look at the- Johnny, tell just, us where you're from again. All right. I'm from uh, uh, <laughs> Grand Haven, Michigan. Shout out to the West Coast. Grand Haven, uh, Michigan. Uh, apparently, Chick-fil-A needs to check out Grand Haven, Michigan. Well, I'll tell you Fun what. Fun fact about Grand Haven, Michigan. It's one of the happiest places to live in the whole fucking world, just, Jonathan Clark. Was, Don't say it 15 <laughs> times today. I heard too many. Jonathan Clark said it. it. Okay, I said it was rated the one of the happiest cities, like, like waterside cities in America. Yeah, there's like 10 waterside cities in America. Every coast has a city. Malibu. Yeah, and they're all voted, depressing. Yeah. Voted well, by the city council on their own website. No, it was like some magazine and then a, a TV. <laughs> yeah, it was thing. a Michigan-based magazine. No, it was it was some like Mi- beach. Yeah, it certainly wasn't it was Southern a, Living. It was a beach <laughs> magazine and then some kind of like like TV brought it up. I I don't I disagree with it. I think Grand Haven people are fine, but like, all right, move on. All right, Chick Fil A. So, um, shout out to Michigan. All right, I said uh, A, no K. You said A with no K. Yeah. Boy, you wrong, buddy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you, fella. There's a K in Chick-fil-A? Uh, Why is there a K uh, in Chick-fil-A? We can go to the Googles right now. A chick- That's a filthy wait, lie. Wait, is Chick, Chick, can you, can you find it online for me? Oh, my God. No, no, oh. What the fuck? Oh, wait. oh my God. Wait, is it not? Is we it got really people's not? heads spinning right now. Your world is flipped upside down. We just ate a Chick-fil-A, and every time I type it into my GPS. You say it without a K. I type it without a K every single time. You made fun of me for not seeing it, Nick. Oh, I'm, I'm getting red hot. The I'm getting red hot. All right, hot. guys. Think about this, guys. Dude, Apparently, this is... in the printing world, red oh. is the most expensive color to print, right? If you have the opportunity to chop off one big-ass red letter off your sign, why would you not do it? Come on, Chick-fil-A. Get your head in the game. But they're rolling in money, which... They got the best. But this K, is deceptive. That K... Is basically Chick Fil A going? We know we're the shit, so we can afford a K on our red side. Check it. That's expensive. Uh, yeah, we got K's on the sign. Oh. I actually am like Taylor. I've gotten everything wrong so far, and I was really expecting to get 100. I swear to God, if this next one's wrong, I'm gonna lose my mind. Oh man, I don't even know what to tell you anymore, Johnny. I don't even know what's right and wrong anymore. <laughs> I can't they all do look this. right to me. Oh That's what's so God. fucked up about this thing. They all look right. I was not prepared but for this podcast. Let's move on to number three there, Johnny. All right, let's go. So we move on to the, the famed Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. Column A, we have F R U I T. And on the right, column B, we have F R O O T. And the, the O's are fashioned with little animations of Fruit Loops. Mm hmm. Now, which one do you think is correct there, John? I said B. Pretty strong. Um, I'm pretty strongly convinced by it. Fruit strong loops. with B. Yeah. Double two, O. Four O's total. Nick, you're strong with B or A? I am strong with the double O. Strong with the double O. The graphic designer is strong in you both. That is yeah. the correct answer. Oh. I have anxiety in my chest right now. Like it I feel hurts. like with that one, it's like, yeah, of course that's what it should be when you look at them. Yeah, they're but, like messed up. I don't know. I feel like I always remember it just being spelled fruit with U-I and then having right. the thought to myself, All right. it should be spelled with two O's. All right, for the first time, Nick and I don't but suck. Next one. Guess I was wrong. Fabricated. So the Fabricated. next one, Johnny, this is all you, buddy. This is cars, yeah. bud. Uh, yeah. We got a VW logo. In the A column, we have a VW 
that are separated by a little dash. So the V and the W are not one solid piece, but they are okay. separated and stacked. Let it be known, I'm not a car guy. V- not w. a car guy. Just, just wanted as far that to be known. as the three dudes in this podcast go, yeah, I'm the Johnny, most knowledgeable. I think is a car guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't say much. I'm not a car guy. I just know how to say Porsche. It's not Porsche. It's Porsche. It's how, I just know that. Which is actually another Mandela effect. It's no, it's not. Actually, pronounced Porsche. No, no I've looked it up. That no, is an actual the, Mandela the, no, effect. No, the actual the the, 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 the guy who created was a a, a, a Porsche. I can't look the name his name up, but his name was pronounced Porsche. Look it up on YouTube. You can find it. I'm positive. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Yeah, it's we're also all talking good. about English pronunciation here. Potato, but. tomato. All right, all right. VW so, with the so line. So Johnny, which one are you picking here with the VW? I did a. I, yeah, I did a with the line. You did a with the line. Wait, you know what? What do you say there, Nick? Wait, 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 wait. wait. You know what? Oh fuck! Oh, I'm I'm double guessing myself. I'm. Oh, I can't. I'll just pick a. I can't do it. A, Nick. Nick. Yeah, it's a. You, I drive you, a Volkswagen. You own a one. I own a Volkswagen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. There is no line. It's B. Yeah. I oh, wait, wait. Can you use okay. like a four answer? I'm like final split, answer. It, it makes B. sense for a. I'm gonna go B. So you're both going B. I've been looking at it too long now. That's the thing. I'm going to go. Yeah, okay, I agree. I, I think B is the logical answer. I feel like that's the way I've always seen it. I feel like that's the way it should be. I feel like the line is like, what? You missed an opportunity to be slightly more creative. Like, we get that it's a V and a W. Like the X-Men no reason logo. to put the line. But oh my gosh. it is indeed the logo. <gasps> Why did I? Line. Dude, my teacher always told me, always go indeed. with your first guess. I never. Oh, I suck. All right, let's just get through. We got uh, we got like five more. Let's roll through uh, these. Man, I had it. I had it in the bag. So, Jif or Jiffy? Um, Peanut butter. I said A, Jif. Jif. Jif and Jif. You guys are both correct. You know your peanut butters, boys. Ooh. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. I, I know the my last three, right? Fuck VW. <laughs> I'm so mad now, at myself. Now, that one... Uh, I could have gone either way. I don't know. I eat a lot of peanut butter, but I could have gone either way. Now, this next one, <laughs> it really taps my ass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 what on the left, even mean? <laughs> on the left, we have Totino's. On the right, we have Tostino's. Now, if you're familiar with this company, if you're not familiar with this company, get familiarized. It's the best frozen pizza on the market. <laughs> it's the best value for your money. It, they oh. sell... Over a million pizzas per day. That is not a fabrication, people. That a is not million? a Mandela effect. That is an actual fact. <laughs> that is an actual fact. Totino's, which one are you going with, bud? I went with A. Totino's, not Totino's. Went with A. Oh, man. Nick? Wait, what, what, what does that mean? Uh, it's Totino's, and I have Tim and Eric to thank for that. <clears throat> what? Uh, a <laughs> what? A final answer. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that's a win for both of you guys. Woo! I'm proud yeah. of you both. Can I just remind you guys? Totino's I was almost like three holds for a special three. place in my heart. God, As BW. any pizza lover knows, it's a good quality product, and it's it doesn't get the respect it deserves. Moving on, we got Captain Crunch. We got two different spellings here. Column A, C A P apostrophe N Crunch. Column B, we have Captain spelled out the right way. And crunch. What are you talking, Johnny? Which one are you picking? I'm picking B. Picking B? Captain. Nick? Captain. A. Nick's picking A. So we have our first separation as far as answers go. And... Looks like Nick takes that one. I'm a serial guy. What can I say? Captain. 
I will say never you and the cat make it happen. I'm a cereal well, guy. Brother. All right, guys, on to this next one, which you've had a lot of these in between your toes, pissing you off. You've stepped on them too many times. They <laughs> probably ended it? up in your nose a time or two. We're talking Legos. Is Lego spelt L-E-G-G-O or is it spelt L-E-G-O? L-E-G-O. L-E-G-O. This one seems a little, a little, anyway. Yeah, Lego. Ah, so I have a little misdirection in here. There, as you see, there's a trademark sign on the L-E-G-O that wow. may be there to throw you off. No. Would you like to solidify your answers? Would you like to switch? Howie, L-E-G-O. I'm going deal on L-E-G-O. L-E-G-O, you are both correct. Okay. Sticking to your guns, and it pays off. L-E-G-G-O, just, it does look weird to me. I, I don't even think that's, that doesn't even pass. L- 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 so this next one is very visual, but I'll try to explain it to the listeners. Yeah, I can't explain We have a Ford logo on the left with a very classic F, very straightforward, something that you would think of when you think classic cursive F. On the right, we have a Ford logo with the same classic cursive writing, but the F has this weird curly cue Little pigtail on it. Looks pretty artsy, pretty fartsy. What would you go with, Johnny? I went with the the, the straightforward Ford A. A as well, straightforward Ford. There's no curly A as well, line. straightforward Ford. You guys would both be wrong on that one. What? What? The curly Q is the logo that you've been staring at a billion times. It's a terrible design now, decision. It is a terrible design. Terrible design. Terrible design. One of the weird things about this one is I found a lot of examples of aftermarket parts with a logo on the left. Mm. Virtually every part that you can find that's engraved, logo on the left. Mm. Official logo is a logo on the right. So this is one of those examples of... Double. Dude, logos change so fucking much that it was probably so many variations of F before it's landed on whatever we're talking about, you know? Totally. Like, oh, no. I think that's a good example of bunk. You know, it's a good example of how shit can be misconstrued. You know, throughout the the life of a logo. And if you actually look at the picture that we have for Captain Crunch, dude, I swear on my life, I've seen a box that says C A P T A I N. Nah, you wrong. If you notice bub. on that box, it says for I- export sale only. <laughs> so, Maybe it's like a foreign thing, because like right. I mean, like movies it might have, have to do names. with legalities. Sometimes. Right. Well, I, like, I, like I, when I lived in New Zealand for a while, I went to the movie store to rent a movie, and I found The Mighty Ducks. And The Mighty Ducks is actually called The Champions in New Zealand, which is a giant <laughs> spoiler alert. And also <laughs> yeah, right? kind of fucked me up, because I'm like, <laughs> this is not The Mighty Ducks that I know. But it was the cover. The kids were there. <laughs> like, the hockey theme was there. Charlie. All that. But there, there, are three, there were three Mandela effects that completely ruined my life. And I'll, I'm going to fly through them real quick. Uh, the Monopoly Man. You familiar with the Monopoly yeah, Man, yeah, right? Yeah, the ball dude, right? Does he have a monocle? No. 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 Taylor, does he have a monocle? Yeah, I mean, I know the true answer to this, and it it burns my ass as well. Like, yeah. I remember it. <laughs> Everything burns 100%. He never had a monocle, which I always thought <laughs> Mr. Money Pennybags had a monocle. I saw it, but then I was like, hmm. All right, again. next one. The tip of Pikachu's tail. Oh, is it brown or yellow? Is it black? Wait, are the stripes black or are they brown? All, all, there's like three, right? Or just one? Is there a stripe no, no, on like, Pikachu's tail? Yeah, there's like there's like two, right? No. There is no, there is no second <laughs> stripe. 
with a, with a stripe. Wait, there, the, there's a brown stripe yeah. at the very bottom, but there is no second black stripe, which is crazy. Yeah. As someone that, who gives no shits about Pokemon, I was my 100% convinced that he had several black things on his tail. I, I thought of several black things. All right, now the one that really, the last one, and then we can move on. Burns really, ass. I, like this, like I almost <laughs> really taps my ass. <laughs> really chaps you my ass. You know really tickles my pickle? <laughs> <laughs> Does Curious George have a tail or not? No. <sighs> that, I mean, I know, <laughs> once again, you I know, know the fucking answer, answer but. Is it no, he doesn't have a fucking tail. He's a monkey. You know what's funny is that Nick, these are the ones oh, that chap your ass. Oh. I bet I could find some to chap my ass. You guys don't give a shit about. Oh, I'm red hot. I don't know. I can't think of any of the top of my head. So only, only the number people. one, one that really gets to me, Johnny, like, so everyone that we've explained, aside from We Are the Champions, that one's like, oh man, I swear to God. But you know, they can all be explained away logically, you know, whatever. The one that I cannot explain. Even after mm-hmm. saying, oh, logic this, rationality that, Shazam existed 100% in my realm. Like, as a child, I remember so many times having the thought, why does this movie called Shazam, starring Sinbad, exist at the same time that this movie Kazam, starring Shaq? Mm-hmm. Why do they exist at the same time? Why are they so I've similar? Seen it. I remember I've having seen, that thought. I have seen it. I've seen the movie. And you can you try to come at me. I've seen Shazam. Sinbad's in the movie. Here's the thing. So many people have memories of this movie. It's mind-blowing. Even Sinbad himself has come out and said it doesn't exist. So time I think, and time again. I think the whole Shazam thing, and I've sort of bunked, I debunked this in a way. Debunked it. I think Shaq back then didn't get the credit he deserved as an actor, rapper. Shaq is great. He didn't get the credit he deserved, but Sinbad was in everything. He was Sinbad, the shit. He was the guy. He was in everything, and I think Kazam made sense for Sinbad to be in it. It made sense. Logically. Yeah, that should have been his movie. If, if Shazam didn't exist, so in this reality that we're currently living in, where Shazam never existed, why was Sinbad not cast in Kazam? Right. Well, I, I went to Walmart and I bought Kazam because they had it. And I watched it. And my perception of Shazam starring Sinbad and not Shaq was literally the entire movie of Kazam. Except the right? one difference was that Sinbad was in it. And it wasn't called Kazam. It was called Shazam. So that one, like, like I've sort of debunked it in a way. It doesn't fuck with me as much as it used to. Yeah, it doesn't fuck with me at all. But sorry, guys. it's still enough. Yeah, I've seen a lot of explanations about it where... Like, okay, Sinbad just dresses in baggy clothing all the time. So he just looks like a genie. Um, in uh, what's Jingle All the Way, uh, he's, he's dressed as an elf and he has all these pointy shoes and stuff. And then he actually did a TV special where it was a TV special on Sinbad the Pirate. It was like a, a multi-part special where he did the in-between episode like hosting and he was dressed up as a pirate, which could be easily confused as a genie. So, right. like, I get some people's, like, argument there. But aside from all that, I feel like I was very aware of all those things at the time. Like, I remember that special. I remember Sinbad dressing as a genie. I remember the way he dressed in general. I remember him in Jingle All the Way. I remember that he did Shazam. Right. Stone Cold. I remember that he did it. 
Now, are there are there some because I think the big thing, like even Googling, like I just did a quick Google of uh, of the Mandela effect, which in on Wikipedia, which you know we we know, love and trust on everything, <laughs> is that Mandela effect isn't actually a page on Wikipedia. It's actually false memory as a page. Mm. Um, but an interesting thing because it was actually a psychological phenomenon that was investigated. But one of the most interesting pieces is I think isn't there Taylor and you did the research isn't there some sort of parallel universe theory there <laughs> it's nearly 100% parallel universe theory nick <laughs> it's like <laughs> so much parallel universe stuff going on right now that is the absolute if you want to throw all this rational like i just my memory of kit kat is not correct or chick-fil-a yeah. like that real basic easy stuff yeah sure i could confuse those logos but a lot of people are really saying that something is fucking up with our space-time continuum. continuum. Something is happening, and we're getting residue or events from parallel universes hmm. that are, for some reason, leaking into our universe and our current reality. So you're saying that in a different universe, the Chick-fil-A logo does not have a K. Right. I want to go to that So universe. let me throw this at you, bud. So the only real explanation for the erratic... Eradication of the movie Shazam is the existence of multiple dimensions. And somebody is fucking with them, okay? Someone's purposely fucking with you. So if you think, like, every action has multiple consequences, okay? Mm-hmm. And each one of those actions and outcomes has more consequences, more outcomes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that just balloons out and balloons out yep. and mushrooms yep. out. Yep, I get it. So anytime an action happens... Every variation of that outcome ex- could potentially exist in a Out- different reality. In an ether, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So the thought is that all these parallel dimensions live side by side with us, and for some reason, something is fucking up, and details of our reality are exchanging with details of one of those or some other reality. So that's insane. And I, I like that idea. I, I'm going to go a little back farther. I'm going to go back a little more and say I think it's a little more likely that people, humans— are just not as they say we have whatever a hundred thousand terabytes of information stored in our brain, um, but we're only using what percentage? Well, apparently, we're using the whole hundred percent is what they they recently. That's a load of horseshit, Jonathan. Show me the stats, Johnny. I don't have a pen of paper. Nick. I'm gonna, you're fair enough. I'm gonna Google the okay. stats right well, now. What's Johnny, I apologize. Wait, 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 wait. I was I was on I was on a roll. Sorry, Johnny. What I was trying to say, Nick says Jonathan, Jonathan, everything. Okay, so what I was trying to say is that. Um, I think it's much more likely that even though we have this like so much information of of you know hardware in our brain, I think people are just forgetting things, and I think that's a natural thing humans do. I don't think we should blame that. I'm not saying there's not parallel universes like the song by the Ratchet Peppers. I'm just saying I think people are just making a mistake. It's just like a glitch in the Matrix and in, in with with the movie Matrix with Neo. It's just like a well, oh, that uh, was Johnny. It's either people are forgetting or there is a glitch in the Matrix, and that's what we're talking about. Well, I, I was just using a really shitty metaphor. What I'm, what I'm but, trying to but say, but that metaphor was exactly what I mean. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, then I'm sorry. I, I, I tried to prove your point a little towards your. <laughs> what, what I'm, what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is, I think it's more likely that people are just making a mistake and forgetting, yeah. or just putting. Because I'll tell you, you know, I, I can't name off the top of my head. I don't have my computer in front of me, but I, I will tell you, I'm sure I have pictured something somebody wearing something that they've never owned or said oh you got a haircut i know you did but totally. you didn't something like that has got to have happened oh your birthday totally wasn't but in think April? about it this way in some other reality they were wearing that 
But then why do I know and that? In some other reality, no, I don't. You perceived it, and it's possible. It's just possible that maybe it's not a fabricated memory. Well, in that, maybe in that, it's information from an alternate realm. In that other universe, other parallel universe, I'm sure Johnny 2.0, because I'm sure he's better in every way. Because I mean, <laughs> but so I'm sure Johnny well, number 2.0. There would have to be versions that are better. There would have well, to be versions okay. that are worse. There's every possible combination. Yep, yep. So of everything you can think about. Okay. So Johnny 2.0, I'm sure also isn't the brightest bulb in the I'm sure he's also forgotten some stuff. I'm sure Nick 2.0 oh, or Taylor yeah. 0. I mean, 5. There are versions of Johnny theoretically out there that have done absolutely what? everything that you have except for the next move you're about to make. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I just don't think they, they're correlated. I think there are parallel universes, but I don't think that is the reason why I have the quote unquote Mandela effect, or I've had that. Right, so I, I think it's easy to explain a lot of the logos and things like that as just people forgetting, and it's such mm-hmm, a common thing mm-hmm. that it's easy for everyone to remember it that way. Yeah, and it's not a very detailed memory, anyways. Yeah, but well, something think, as amazing as Sinbad performing as a genie. I, I can't back in 1996. I, that was the year I was born, guys. I can't really get onto that like, one. That I don't is know crazy that to me that everyone has that memory. Like so many people have the memory, and it's not like. Well, yeah, yeah, there was another movie called Shazam or something. No, it was like the you movie was called Shazam. Me. It was out at the same time. It starred Sinbad. You have same to give me an example plot and everything. Of, of for me. I, I think you know, that's biggest, so detailed. I think the biggest issue here is that we're taking something that should be called false memory because that's what it is. The, yeah, they're, they sure. are false memories, and that's the problem here. Mm-hmm. But we're we're giving it a name like hey. the Mandela effect. We're ca- we're calling it an effect, and I think that's the problem with this conversation and with this discussion digging deep is that we're deeming it an effect, which is then causing us to go, okay, mm. so if there is this thing called the Mandela effect, clearly let's dig deeper and say, okay, well, it's a parallel universe theories. It opens it up to theories, whereas calling it from a psychological standpoint, this is false memory, which is exactly what it it's is. It's a human trait that okay. we have, not right. a pillar universe thing. Like, like as a okay. kid... My perception was it was logic. Like Curious George should have a fucking tail mm-hmm. because he's a monkey. It's yeah, like as an artist, like a cartoonist, like of course he would draw a tail on a monkey, right? Because even a if a monkey doesn't really have a tail, so it's logic. And I think to the Sinbad thing, I, I think the Sinbad thing goes back to logic. I think yeah, Shaq was a big deal back then as a basketball player, but Sinbad was a movie star. He was a comedy family movie movie star and that is logic yeah. it's it's logical that sinbad would be starring in a movie about a genie i really hope there's other people out there who have no idea what the fuck you're talking about because i've never seen shazam <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea shazam doesn't exist johnny but whatever the thing it, is it was Shaq and and it does I, exist i, I just it doesn't don't, exist i'm so con- well that's what i'm saying i hope there's someone out there that, that resonates with me because i have no idea what you're talking about but like but it's also and like i said i think it boils down to two things it boils down to logic and it boils down to the, the combination of the memories world. so like taylor and i bringing this back from a little while ago we both actually had we're in agreement. We're both fans of the movie Congo. It's a great film starring uh, Bruce Campbell um, and then a gorilla that uses a voice box to talk. Uh, Amy. <laughs> and we both Amy, thought, good gorilla. <laughs> Amy, Amy, coffee, Amy. I want to see that. Amy has a cat in the movie. She has a cat. 
And we asked. I was one hundred percent solid with that. One hundred. We both were one hundred percent certain. And we asked a group of other film fans who also love and appreciate the movie Congo. It wasn't me. Uh, it wasn't you. Because I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, because you don't fit in with the group that appreciates Congo Ouch. for the movie that it is. I, maybe I would if I saw it, but I never. Okay. Well, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. But Move on. we talked about it, and there's a movie uh, called Buddy. Okay, I can about get a one. gorilla. Fuck. Who has it? Who lives in a house was, with a, like a wealthy woman? And her animals, and she, and Buddy has a cat in the movie. And that was a gorilla movie that came out the same year or around mm. the same year as Congo did. So I think it's that joint memory of like it was another monkey movie where the monkey had a cat that right. we thought, okay, well, Amy has a cat. So it's like and, it goes back to – combined them. Yeah. And the, the other most famous gorilla that you know of, uh, aside from Harambe, R.I.P. King Kong. Uh, <laughs> is – was it Coco? The uh, Coco. Coco had a cat. As Coco, well. who had the pet cat, and it was like a tragic thing for Coco when the cat died because that was yeah. like you realized, mm-hmm. oh man, not only does this gorilla speak sign language, but it also so, feels so lost and stuff. What you're saying yeah. is that through all these other situations, I'm trying to make it into my my brain how how this relates. But you're saying since other gorillas you know in the same kind of realm at the same time <laughs> period had a cat, you made right. the one in Congo. Wait, what was you, it called? Yeah, Congo. you kind of just would assume that, like, well, yeah, any gorilla that's playing that type of role that's supposed to be personified, you know, it's got feelings and stuff, it should have mm-hmm. a cat. It should have something that's taken care of, right? It's going to have a cat. Right. That, yeah, that's like the, the thing that's the characteristic that we know gorillas can can show us, you know, like they we know they can do that. Yeah, and oh. I believe in, like, parallel universe theory. Like, that's great and all. I just don't believe the parallel universe theory, and I'm, and like, I'm a dude who believes in Bigfoot, like... Among a, a lot of other things that we'll talk about because we're only two episodes in. But I don't think this has anything to do with parallel. Ooh. I think our brains have only such a – have a certain capacity. Thank you. That we can only I... remember so much. Thank you, Nick. That and then it all blends totally... together because, like, we're taking wow. in – like, I'm looking at a pack of goldfish right now. Snack this miles back. Like – Goldfish. I could confuse that with another snack in, in 20 years – just because, like, I remember Goldfish now, but maybe later. I'll tell you what. That's a dumb example. But no, 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 it's, it's, it's not. No, I'm about to give it to you as well because, <laughs> because I'll give you a real-world um, situation. My grandparents, um, both sets of them, at some point in their life, they have called me. Maybe I just have, you know, grandparents don't give a shit about me. Who knows? They're Whatever. But at least one point, each one of them by themselves has called myself and my siblings, each other's names, an accident multiple times. Right. Oh, hey, David, I'm Johnny. Don't you remember, Grandpa? And they're old. I get that. But I, I'm not saying it's just an elderly thing. But in our brains, we have the capability to make mistakes. I think that's what we're, we're, we're overlooking. I think yeah. that's what yeah. it is. Well, we, gotta, we need to d- differentiate making a, a mistake and truly believing well, in this who's memory. to say that they don't really believe? Like my it was name a mistake at one point, but you truly believe that this is a memory. Well, but that's the thing, Taylor, is that once you make the mistake and you had it, and it's like, oh, that could work, or she could have a cat. Then she does have a cat. Well, I think what, like, right. I think, I think point. the the big switcheroo here, and mm-hmm. what makes it so interesting is, I don't think a lot of people saw the movie Kazam. If they did, it would exist I, on Blu-ray, <laughs> and people would actually give a shit, Thank God and it alone. wouldn't, it wouldn't well, like go out of print all the time. <laughs> like people uh, collectively did not see Kazam. 
<laughs> it did not. Collectively, did not. I, Are you mad that no one saw it? It did not do well. I have this theaters. memory that I purposely did not see it out of the hatred that there were two of these movies out at the same time. <laughs> I boycotted them both. I said, I'm not seeing either one of these movies. But just so you know. Oh my gosh. Released on July 17th, 1996, grossing $19 million on a $20 million budget. So if Kazam couldn't even make its money back with Shaq Diesel at the helm, I don't know. <laughs> but it didn't. Maybe like Shazam. I don't know. But like, it's not like because the thing is, it didn't make its money back, and for and for a budget that low back then, for like a big family movie like that about a genie, it it didn't like it wasn't like Hook where it like bombed and did terrible <laughs> yeah. critically and then picked up steam as like this memorable movie. No, people don't have classic, tattoos. Yeah. Of Kazam. <laughs> Can we move on from Kazam? But I, no, we they can't. Have we can't. Of I can't Shazam. give any input. Holy Kazam, shit. Kazam Chris 51, is... get on it. We need Kazam, Shazam tattoos there, ASAP. Chris. Kazam is the missing link. Holy we can't shit. move on from this. Like, Nelson Mandela, obviously, like, <laughs> that's a big thing. But Nelson Mandela was a public figure, a person who was studied in history, a person who is studied in school. But Yeah, there Shazam, are detailed records of his entire life. Like Sinbad is performing stand up for like nine fifty per ticket. He's not doing too too well for him. I mean, he's do, he, like I don't have a problem with Sinbad. Okay, I I love Sinbad. I think he's great. I love his fashion. I love his comedic style. But Sinbad and both the movie Kazam are not doing well for themselves. Which means, why would this be a collective agreement that the movie Shazam, featuring a has been comedy star, sorry Sinbad? Exists, guys. And that's I've what makes it. Got us. a theory. Oh boy, you give it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Taylor? <clears throat> Created in 1954, the European Organization <laughs> for Nuclear Research, also known as CERN, may be the ones responsible for the apparent gap in Sinbad's career. In 1998 and continuing until 2008, the Large Hadron <laughs> oh Collider. God. <laughs> was built to answer some fundamental open questions in <laughs> physics concerning the basic laws governing the interactions and forces among ele- elementary objects, the deep structure of space and time, and the interrelation between quantum mechanics and general relativity. What the fuck? What they were trying to do in building this 17-mile loop near Geneva, Switzerland, which costs an approximate $9 billion dollars, <laughs> is to smash particles yeah, I know this at is. near the speed of light. Yeah. To see what happens. Forever main, one erasing. of the main goals of this project is looking to prove the existence of extra space-time dimensions. <laughs> I.e. parallel universes. They were trying to. So where does Sinbad come back into play with all this? Guys, they started building this <laughs> 17-mile <laughs> Hadron Collider which yeah. is the largest hadron collider in existence, okay? So yeah, there have been hadron huge. colliders in the past. But this smaller huge, versions, right? To, to make particles go that fast, you have to have that It doesn't much. matter about the particles. Where is yeah, Sinbad? It's an insane, <laughs> it's an insane amount of Sinbad. power needed to propel these particles it's almost, it's at near the speed of light. It's like almost what, impossible. One of the side effects that happens in this experiment is that it, the collisions create little tiny black holes. And these black holes are so small that they can't support themselves and they <laughs> mm-hmm. instantly evaporate, right? Yeah, they so on themselves. This largest Hadron Collider is the only one that's been large enough to where they could actually measure some of the effects that are happening, i.e. the black hole that had been created. As tiny okay. as it is, and as minute 
of an amount of time that it exists, it exists. Okay. okay. <laughs> so they've had Hadron Colliders in the past. Who knows if they have been creating little tiny black holes all over the place that maybe for the oh. one second it exists, it, something happens, maybe not. Oh, well. <laughs> but let's move on to what Stephen Hawking has to say about Wait. black holes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Or had, had, had to say about black holes. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Stephen Hawking. Well, he was famous for one of his theories, which is the evaporation theory. It says that if a black hole isn't feeding itself, it is evaporating. So if it's not feeding, it's dying. And one of the questions with a black hole is where does that shit go? Sinbad's career. Just as a black hole, there is also what is called a white hole. So a white what? hole you I think of like as the reverse of the black hole. On the back of a black hole, there exists a white hole. Oh, Go in the black hole, come okay. out the white hole. That's what Spock comes out of in Star Trek, that movie, right? That came out with uh, that uh, J.J. Abrams A wormhole, essentially, yeah, like a wormhole. He's like, the white hole, bloop, but, and then there's... you know, one of the, the things is, like, we know black holes exist, correct? They're feeding all the time. They're growing, they're growing, they're growing. But we also know that they die. Mm-hmm. And we also know that when they die, they expel all of their energy, and their energy goes not where it came from. It goes somewhere else. Where does it yeah. go? <laughs> Nobody fucking knows. Possibly parallel universe. <laughs> Why are you laughing right now? Nick? One of the thoughts is what? What's that? Wait, wait. What, what's so funny? Uh, just the fact that this is all somehow going to come back to Sinbad and Shazam is the greatest. We're going thing. a long avenue. We're definitely taking the scenic route, not the highway. Toward destination. Uh, the, you take the you take the high road. I'll take the low. <laughs> I call top one. So the purpose of this is that there is hard science out there that is. Focusing on parallel dimensions, multiple dimensions, and not only theorizing about them, but trying to interact with them. (laughs) Okay. If it's theoretically possible, if it's physically possible to interact (laughs) with another dimension or a particle in our dimension, but interact with its state of being in another dimension, you're therefore, you're fucking with parallel dimensions, man. (laughs) So okay. here's what it comes down to. Okay. Pretty Two funny. guys are sitting at a bar one time, okay? Somewhere in California, of course. Silicon Valley. Two guys like sitting at a bar. Okay. One guy works for presumably Disney or whoever's at the, the ultimate top of like whoever owns Disney, whoever owns whatever, umbrella company. Imagine they own every fucking company in the world, right? Okay. So they got money. They got power. One thing they also have... Shazam. This big old mistake that they made called Shazam. For some reason, Shazam is such a financial mistake. It is this weird keystone that's holding this whole fucking corporation and umbrella of corporations together. Something happened with Shazam, and they needed to eradicate that motherfucker from the face of, of the planet of all existence, right? Oh my gosh. This guy's sitting at a bar with his college buddy. His oh college goodness. buddy's talking. They're, they're drunk. His buddy works at, oh yeah, I work at CERN now. Yeah, yeah, we're fucking, fucking with parallel universes and stuff. Yeah, whatever. English. This guy wasn't as cool as the Disney guy in high school. He's trying to impress him. Okay. He says, uh, yeah, I could pretty much do anything. We can change the past if we wanted to. The guy at Disney's not buying it. He says, Whatever, man. If you can get rid of this Shazam, I'll give you all the funding you need. Boom. History. That was in 1999. Since then, the Large Hadron Collider has been built. 
and it's huge. I don't know, man. I mean, if only Netflix know, existed back then, they could just sell Shazam to Netflix. It gets yeah. shit out on the internet, and let's not have this whole black hole, white okay. hole theory. But, I, the problem that Shazam must have caused for this theory to work, it's got to be such an insane domino effect of bullshit that it caused for some legal reason. Who fucking knows? But it's some weird linchpin. You pull this pin, and all the cogs go loose, and this yeah. company falls, yeah. this company falls, this company falls, boom, 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 boom. Domino, straight to the top. Disney's not having that. We're going straight to CERN, and we're going to start changing the past. It makes a lot of like, – it, it makes plausible sense to me, and I, I, if I may. This is – if I believe in what you're saying right now, that could lead to a whole lot of things. Like Bigfoot. I'm going to bring it back to Bigfoot. There could be a whole entire team or whatever company what, or whatever. Uh, Bob – uh, what's his name, Bigfoot? Bob Chandler. Bob Chandler, Bigfoot? No, 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 not the, not the guy that monster truck. If you guys didn't watch or listen to last week's episode, there's a whole thing about monster truck, so you guys tune in. But what I was saying is that there could be a person or like a team that literally like that says this information about this mythological creature, people have had experiences of, of it, and they're gonna now uh, have it with with no evidence or like being abducted by aliens. Like all of a sudden, someone has been abducted by aliens, but then like this company's like, no, nope, now you haven't. And but that makes so much sense. If the fate of this company or series of companies or whatever the fuck is like <laughs> is relying <laughs> on this movie starring Sinbad <laughs> to be the end all be all, like what else is being hidden? That's what I was saying. If this is really true, that's a very good point. Like all of the mythological is it possible that, like- that someone is able to pull these strings and they're figuring out that they can change things? So they're starting with really really basic things and they're yeah. seeing if. Are we really changing these things? Let's see if the public knows. You know, let's take this a public survey craziest, and see if these things are actually being changed. Hypothetical. This is crazy. We here in the office, we here in the office, we can't agree if they're changing or not. Yeah. Well, I think there can only different effects. Listen, when we when we started going through all this and we got the information, there's not. I mean, 2009 is is recent, and false memory is its own thing. There's really not a ton of information on the Mandela effect enough to have facts and things like that because it's just sort of it, it's just sort of like like you know the Bigfoot footage from last week's podcast episode it just sort of exists out in the ether and it's there and we're talking about it but we've just started talking about it so my only hypothetical when we got to the end of this podcast which is where we are now is that you know do we all have some form of alzheimers that because we're using a certain percentage of our brain we're just not remembering things correctly or we're, we are in fact using logic but also potentially molding two things and making them one thing and that's kind of creating yeah. this sort of kind of like brain skip which could be some form yeah. of alzheimers or it's not that it is this sort of batshit insane theory that what if Man. Shazam is the answer? It's not Mel- Nelson Mandela. It's it's the Shazam theory. It's the Sinbad theory. It is the Sinbad theory. But there That's is crazy. an I- there could be an idea so strongly supported through a group thought that it hits a critical mass, causing it to become a complete confabulation. What a cool word. Which is, I believe, what you're saying there. Where is Fiona Brown now? Or Broom? Fiona sorry. Brown. Is the curator of MandelaEffect.com. She started the site back in 2009, and she just writes about random stuff. She was a con goer, so um, 
as you as you heard, this whole thing started at a convention, a comic type convention. She looks uh, so, crazy. Uh, she's a writer, I believe. Well, how do you deem someone crazy? I, I mean, she she no, she seriously All looks. Right, Nick. Insane, and she's also a she's an author, researcher, and a paranormal paranormal consultant. Well, let's not make that right. what makes somebody crazy, because I believe in that shit. <laughs> she studies topics related to ghosts, fairies, and alternate history, also right. known as the Mandela Effect. Crazy now. She apparently had one of the go-to websites in the 1990s for up-and-coming ghost hunters. Ghost 101? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> oh no no! Ho- it was called Hollow- something Mill, like Brave Mill or something. Hollowhill.com. Hollow Hill. Oh, it? yeah. it's, it's the founder of the internet's oldest ghost-related website. Don't laugh at that show. <laughs> so what you're saying is that her validity is not strong because she looks crazy. Well, I think that's why Mandela Effect is not necessarily like this. Is what's so crazy is that it's a phrase she developed, and she's kind of a crazy person. <laughs> And it doesn't exist well, on, like, Wikipedia. It's considered false memory, which is, like, that's the logic behind this. But is Fiona Broom trying to expose something bigger? And if she went out and called it paranormal, like, if she's like, oh, it's a paranormal phenomenon about alternate universes and realities and all that, no one would listen. But now we're all talking about it. Yeah. Right. She does have this thing on her site there. I don't know if you can see it, but it says uh, click here to go to, like, the, the global conscious meter or something like that. And it's an ongoing meter that it's monitoring some database that's collecting random numbers. And the thought is these random numbers are influenced by a global consciousness that we are all somehow subconsciously contributing to and also taking from on a consistent basis. Hmm. This is actually fascinating. And it's uh, fascinating. Yeah, it's like the hive mind attitude. I mean, it's a popular belief that, you know, a lot of people believe in the hive mind or, you know, group thought. Um, There are a lot of prediction algorithms on the internet that basically kind of do the same thing. They take words and stuff that have been entered into Google and it forms predictions based off that. And it's it shows that is like a glimpse into people's thoughts, people's minds, you know, what global trends it's so crazy but like i think too and this is another fascinating portion and this could you know spin off and make this podcast go even longer than it should but uh i I, i'm reading something on wikipedia again um where we get all our facts from the source uh that it's (laughs) manipulation of the memory and in 1974 there were um two people who conducted a study to investigate the effects of language on the development of false memory, um, which it's just, it's just crazy. And it's, and it's, it's about manipulation, but that's where it brings us back to your insane theory. Taylor is that calling false memory manipulation of memory does lead more along the lines of your theory um, your hypothetical that is this actually something that does have to do with space time and mm. the large hadron collider and all of these crazy things is this is is the mandela effect is false memory all about the manipulation of people's memory is that what it is are t- are two things created was kazam created in order to manipulate the memory of people to forget that shazam ever existed and not only is it 
was our memory manipulated? It's, was the existence of that item manipulated throughout time? You know, not just, you know, going into our minds and, you know, changing what we think about it, but it was physically never there. You know, it's been erased from this timeline, you know? Which, it's insane. It's like, it, the, the, the thing that really blows a hole in all this is back when the E.T. game came out for Atari, and the game was such a shit show that they destroyed every <laughs> copied copy and then buried a bunch of other copies. <laughs> right. What? And then someone made a documentary about finding the site where they buried all of them and dug, like, thousands of copies of this game Whoa. up so imagine playing this et game on atari thinking it existed and then it just being wiped away like just deleting yeah, it and you can't from find history anything. like your childhood and memory yeah deleted just deleted Bloop. and then you go dig it up so bringing it back to shazam was shazam Very actually possible. deleted from history because there are holy movies shit like, what if the coordinates from that twitter from that <laughs> from that voicemail <laughs> lead to Shazam site. lead to the pit that Shazam if, was buried in what if Shazam was on the holy flight holy shit it was in the, it was in the the, the, the black box on, on the flight in, in the cabin <laughs> yeah and yeah. they purposely like, in the black box I just I, I mean the thing the bottom line is that if you were to find a copy an existing copy of Shazam whether it's a film, film reel a VHS a Betamax whatever it would it would be pressed on Betamax it would it would be like the answer to something big. Yeah, if you could prove right. that there was something that was hypothetically hidden, it would put all this. I think really society is like humanity. Like there, there was somebody that could actually plausibly find something. I'm going to use Shazam, even though I have no idea what it even is. If they found something that was believed fake, but right. now is real. Like everyone thought it was real and then realized, all right, it was a race memory, but now it's actually real and something actually, someone, something, some black hole just sucked it away, whatever it was. Yeah. That would be astronomically huge. And that brings up another point. Like if that happened, we would be at this point that we currently are at. Like how would we get past this point? How would we, how would it be proven to us? You know what I mean? Well, no, that's all it was is that like, I, I guess for. I can't give you a real-world scenario because I don't have a movie like this that I know, but if I'm in your shoes, if somebody brought me a sh- the movie Shazam and I was like, oh my gosh, it actually is real, I would instantaneously, instantaneously be like, what else have I believed was a Mandela effect that somebody was literally just messing with me? But what no, else? One, no one could put a name on it, and that's the, that's, that's the crazy part to me is that until Man- Fiona Broom brought up the Mandela effect and then whoever said, hey, you know that movie Shazam you all know? I want to find the person who said, like, hey, Shazam existed. You guys just forgot about it. That Man, triggered yeah, everybody. Like, all this I stuff started happening like at a, a snowball. Like it's it just a couple a of years ago. That this started happening, and people started talking about it. No and one talked about Shazam. Like, like we, YouTube, I don't know if YouTube just enjoys Mandela Effect videos, but it's like, it'll pop it on your fucking feed for sure. <laughs> you yeah, know, there's well, going to be a Mandela Effect on your video on your video feed, no matter so what you watch what happened, at some what point. Happened. The Mandela Effect. Yeah, what actually happened for all this shit to, 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 to start, start going about? What started the domino effect? Someone brought up Shazam as, an, as a Mandela Effect. No, and then literally. And then that put it in everyone's head, and everyone agreed, like, oh, I've seen this movie, and they didn't see this movie. And then another point, too, is that Sinbad actually made a YouTube parody video on, like, April Fool's Day. 
Yeah, pretty about maddening, really. Shazam. Was that yeah, someone it's like an being Fool's like video put out by like College Humor, where it's yeah. like a found footage type thing, where it's supposedly the first couple minutes of the actual movie. Yeah, but really they include like some funny things, like a Berenstein Bears book, or, like a newspaper with Nelson Mandela like they, on it. They had a laugh. Yeah. They had a laugh about it. But was that? I mean, if Taylor, your theory, and I'm not going to say it's correct. I'm just saying. If yeah. that theory, I mean, we're talking about it as a hypothetical because that's what this podcast is all about. But what if someone somewhere was like, we need to shut this down. Too many people are talking about Shazam. We need to make some sort of video of everyone having a laugh about it and going, ha, 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 you're right. Exactly. It didn't exist. This is funny. Move, Move on, on with our lives. Yeah. Because no one, I, I am a movie guy and I used to go to Blockbuster all the time as a kid. And I would pick out a cover of VHS, and I watch the weirdest shit, shit that only exists on VHS if it hasn't been lost in time. <laughs> there are a lot of movies like that. I did not grow up talking about Shazam until this happened. This happened. See, I, I, I have the memory of talking about Shazam and being like, fuck that. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing these same two fucking movies. Is this I, I don't know. Maybe I was over genies at the time anyways, but I remember thinking... And comparing the two movies, and oddly enough, that's a lot of this, the memory that a lot of people have is that no man, I remember comparing the two movies together and saying, how could they be so similar and exist? What if this is a giant? But social the, the thing about the Mandela effect is, if if someone is manipulating the existence of those things, we shouldn't ever know. And the fact that some people are having this rift, it's like we shouldn't be able to tell if it was always eradicated, if it was never there. Like, if it really, truly existed, and then somebody came through and eradicated it from all space and time, no one should have the memory. But if, like, this could be, I think this could all boil down, and then we we can wrap this up. I think this could all boil down to Fiona Broom wanting attention and basically manipulating, or the person, even if Fiona Broom didn't come up with Shazam, whoever came up with Shazam... That's that's the one. Like Nelson Mandela, great. Like there are reasons. Well, then, it's, it's a historical event. Someone was in danger of the time. It, it just like that logically made sense. But Shazam was created by someone, and I think it's it's I think it's memory manipulation. I really do. What about all these logos? The logos. I think that's also just false memory. Like I would I would consider that false memory, and that's why that makes sense. But Shazam is memory manipulation. And I think that's what's happening is someone did some sort of crazy thing, brought up a movie that didn't exist. Like, if I told you... It's a really good social experiment. Yeah, like if I told you there was a movie called Dragon World that was a knockoff of Jurassic Park that came out in the 90s about a Scottish kid Mm -hmm. who summons a dragon, grows up, puts the dragon in like a castle theme park called Castle World. (laughs) Like, Yeah, like after a little bit of explaining, I'd be like, okay, yeah, uh, sure. Kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm already, I'm already seeing images. Already. It's a movie because it exists. It's a movie it, that exists. Really? Yeah, it's a oh, movie that shit, exists, but it's been well. lost in time. It's like you. It's but so it's hard to find. There, but it's actually there. Right. But there are movies like I remember watching as a kid. Like there was a movie calling back to last week about Bigfoot that I remember seeing, and I remember one scene specifically about Bigfoot, and I caught it, and it scared the shit out of me when I was like ten years old, and I cannot find that movie based on that scene if my life depended on it, but because we viewed things differently as a kid. And I think that's why like curious George, it made sense to me. Okay. This makes sense that this monkey has a tail as a child, because logically that monkey should have a tail. 
But this Shazam thing is manipulation. That's what this is. And I think that's what the Mandela effect is to a certain extent, that if it's not logic, it's memory manipulation. And someone out is there manipulating memories. Someone out there manipulated a lot of people. And we're not talking about it. So and we need to be here's, talking here's about it. Here's my question to you guys. If this person, this hypothetical person, was manipulating that memory, how many memories? Because I can't give you an example for me because I don't have a computer in front of me. I don't have my, my piece of paper. But like there has to be other situations of something of this scale that I can relate to or somebody at home can relate to. And why in the hell would they? Like, it doesn't make any sense. What are they gaining by what? manipulating all these memories? I don't th- I mean, a lot Let's of say think- somebody was manipulating these things. What if these are indeed just small little tests? Like, oh, can it's I do it? Can honestly. this work? Let's try it on things that don't really matter too much. Yeah. And then it turns out that, man, people actually cared about this Shazam thing a little bit more than they thought. They just picked the wrong thing, I guess. But like logos and stuff, uh, I, you know, whatever. This Who feels cares, like a know? massive simulation. You ever heard of that? Like everything's simulation. Like somebody's literally just like pressing. Totally. Like we're Sims. Yeah. That's what this feels like, and it. I don't feel good about it. No, and I think that's. I, I and, I, and I think Fiona Brown, boom, bruned, booned, broom. We suck at names. <laughs> Fiona, Fiona B. I that think. Be- I think her thing is that if she actually called this paranormal, if she called this something that. It, Something other than the Mandela effect, which is a logical sounding effect to call this thing mm-hmm. to make people talk about it. If she, if she it. focused on like the paranormal side of this thing, no one would take it seriously. It wouldn't have been as big as it is. And I think that's what's getting everybody talking is because we're talking about the Mandela effect as something that sounds like an intelligent observation. It's not like someone with a master control pressing play or dragging you know, two O's where Fruit Loops is, where a UI used to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about this whole guy that died, though? What about the actual, like, the, 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 the remember from South Africa? Like, like, like Nelson, Nelson Mandela? Mandela. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Who's that guy? Uh, okay. the, um, the okay. dude who did all that stuff, and then he was president and changed a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, what's okay. his name? Let's move on. So, what I was saying is that <laughs> Mandela, so they all believed he was dead. Well, why the hell would somebody give a crap about that? Because he was, he changed things. He was a very was a, influential the, human being. They all being. believed he was dead, but he wasn't dead. And then he died, like, whatever, like, 40 years later. Why would anyone want to change that memory? No well, one's changing. Yeah, the thought is, is it just everyone had this very similar memory that he died in the late 80s, which, you know, we're connecting with the time that he, all this civil unrest was happening and people wanted him out of prison. So people are rallying to get him out of prison. You know, it's all over, you know, American TV. It's everywhere. You know, it's on the news. Get them out, get them out, free Nelson Mandela. So it's pretty easy for, obviously really easy for a young child like that was my age to, you know, confuse that with death. But it's a little less crazy. It's a little bit crazier for an older person who should be in the loop to kind of confuse that. But I don't know. I I feel like that's a logical thing that could happen, especially when... He's going to come up again in popular culture a few years later and then again like in another five years. So those like five-year gaps may be enough to be like, I don't know, man. We just heard about him. Isn't he dead? Like didn't he die like four times? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's as I disrespectful think, as that sounds, I, you know, somebody's death, I, you know. Right. Well, <laughs> I think it's all about like information and, and I think that a lot of people kind of stay uninformed in a way and that's what, you know, affects the Mandela effect. But – this is such an important episode for the podcast because I think this is something that we can explore a lot more when we're discussing things like, for sure. 
if we're talking about aliens or ghosts or anything like that. I think <laughs> this having this topic, which great choice on it, Taylor, having this topic whoop, whoop. this early on is going to change things. And it, this it sounds crazy, and I know we've gone in one giant circle because there is no answer, and it's still so new. I mean, 2009 calling this yeah false memory was a, there was a false memory study in 1974 but 2009 is when we call we could give it a name and call it an effect and that's what gets people going what and then you throw pop culture things at them and and it, it kind of like rocks everybody's world and kind of becomes this fun game and and all this and all this jazz but i think i don't know it's just crazy and we're not going to go anywhere with it. i think that's the uh, biggest thing is the mandela effect is not well, uh. We can try to figure it out, and we can sum it down to you know what I think is kind of like the the fusing of memories or logic existing, and that we use logic. But other than that, it's it's just it's like just like last week we talked about the Bigfoot footage. It just exists. The Mandela (laughs) effect exists. And it's going to I'm exist. leaving open the possibility. Like I I like all the logic stuff, and I, I feel like that covers a great deal of it. But I want to stay open to the possibility that someone is figuring out how to manipulate parallel universes and altered existences and figuring out how to interact. And if that is true, I don't know. Maybe I just, I'm somebody who just like wants crazy shit to happen. Like, Mm -hmm. man, like that Stephen Hawking stuff you're talking about, if we had contacts with aliens or other beings this year, like, oh my God. Please happen to us now, please. <laughs> that would be so tight. So maybe it's just like that part of me is wanting this Mandela effect to be some crazy thing that's happening that's so out of the norm, you know? Yeah. Maybe I'm biased. It's crazy. No, the whole I, thing I, is crazy. I can't get into it. I think it's, it's honestly just the brain. I think, Like I said, I think this is going to definitely affect future podcasts going forward. But yeah, I... Like, hypothetical or not, like, we have two hypotheticals to talk about, and they're big hypotheticals. But the Mandela effect as a whole is actually a hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Like, what if the Mandela effect, like, what if it's all, all of the, the idea of the Mandela effect is a hypothetical. And that's sort of, I mean, that's the stuff that we love. Like, that's why we started this podcast is to dig into this stuff. And there's, there's so much more we can dig into. But I feel like we sort of reached, the end. I think we beat the beat the tar out of this thing trying to figure it out. We beat it up. Yeah, but, we we dragged old Fiona Broom. Uh, we dragged her around a little bit. We did. <laughs> we yes, dra- sir. We dragged her around. <laughs> we dragged a bit. Fiona Broom. I don't want to be a part. We of that. swept the floor with her. Oh swept my the gosh. floor with her because she's a, now a, she anyway. she gave us this, <laughs> this glorious thing called the Mandela effect. So as of now, she must harness the blame. Right, it's, it's your fault. It's your it's fault, your fault Fiona. It. Just own it. The first step of acceptance is acceptance. The first step of recovery, <laughs> right? Is the first step of recovery is acceptance, or what is it? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so. so I think, yeah. I, I mean, I've ta- I've talked. I, we've all talked ourselves into corners, and I think that's it. I think con- confabulation, a disturbance I'm- of memory defined <laughs> as the production of fabricated, distorted, or misinterpreted <laughs> memories about oneself or the world without the conscious intention to deceive. 
And on that note, guys, thank you so much for listening to High Bro Thetical Thinking with your hosts. I'm Nick. I'm Taylor. I'm Johnny. Guys, tune in next week for another mysterious topic that we will be discussing that Johnny will have no idea what's going on where we talk about the weird hypotheticals that revolve around that specific subject. And by next week, we should have an email or something, uh, maybe like a P.O. box. Some sort of weird form of communication where you can actually send us your own hypotheticals, your theories, and we'll talk about them on the podcast um, because guys, we guys, know. Guys, have one little thing I'd like to add to this real quick. <laughs> Just a heads up, guys. April 5th, 2019, DC Comics starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the movie Shazam. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Uh, we will see you next week. Shazam.